Alright, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another episode of Shama Dersh Mishosh Yom. Today is the seventh day in our quest to learning all about the holiday of Shabbos. So now today we're going to get right into it. We're going to be speaking about some cases with lighting, where you're lighting your candles in a, in a public place, and a lot of times where you light it may not be exactly in your control. So you have to light somewhere communally. So now we're going to go through three cases where such can be the case. Number one is the hospital room. And here's the case where you are in the safer, the radiance of Shabbos, Kavod Voni Shabbos by Rav Simcha Balam Cohen, his fabulous work of art that happens to be in the form of a sefer. If a woman is in the hospital on Friday night and her husband is at home, she might light the can. She he must light the candles in the house. You know, in one of our previous episodes, we spoke about how how a man and a woman. I believe the episode is called My Better Half. How a man and a woman, because a man is a woman's Azer Konegdo and vice versa. Um, what what ends up happening is that. If one of them isn't home for Shabbos, but the other one is home for Shabbos, the one at home for Shabbos, in this case the husband, can light with the woman in mind because they are like two halves of the same person. Like we had mentioned, it's just a, a beautiful lesson on what the true connection is between a husband and a wife. Accordingly, the woman too has technically fulfilled her obligation to light with her husband's lighting at home. It could be the same case also. If the husband is sick in, ho- in the hospital and the woman is taking care of the children for Shabbos, she can um, she can light the candles for Shabbos, have him in mind, and he can be OT. However, since it is customary for the woman to light candles, so now this would be the case only if a woman's in the hospital. If a man's in the hospital, no, no problemo. He, he doesn't have to light candles um, according according to that logic. But however, since it is customary for the woman to light candles, she may, if she wishes, light in the hospital. Again, this isn't necessary, but some women just really love um, that moment that helps take them into Shabbos right before they light their candles. So they would want to do it. Since many hospitals forbid lighting candles as a safety concern, the women, the woman may extinguish the electric light in a room right before Shabbos and then turn it on again um, with the with the express intent that is for the mitzvah of Shabbos. So she could take something that's super whole that is just regular and mundane, and she could flip on the off the light and then flip it on as if she's lighting a flame for Shabbos. Because in this case, she she couldn't. Um, However, since she has technically fulfilled her obligation with her husband's lighting, and moreover, since some of the authorities rule that a bracha cannot be recited over the electric lights, it is better that she not recite a bracha when she turned them on. You know, Hanukkah just happened a few months ago, and we know that there's a halachic point that a lot of posts came out to come out and say, you know those cute little uh, electric menorahs that that some corporate companies make, uh, some commercial companies make, because they're very cheap, and they think that you'll like it. They do not count for the mitzvah. Um, and then, and then, so we say we, we made a we made a comparison with with um, Shabbos candles and Hanukkah candles. In both of them, you cannot use electric lights. So, so either way, they said that that because she already fulfilled her her chiv, she should not make a bracha, which actually was taught to have Simcha Banim Cohen by Hagoen Harav Feinstein Zecher Tzadik Bracha. Wow. If her husband is not home for Shabbos, his lighting cannot exempt her from her own obligation. For example, if she's in the hospital and then. The husband is is away, um, trying to uh, maybe on business. Um, then then he cannot light in his business hotel room, um, in order to exempt her. She should therefore light candles if possible. If she can, like we mentioned with the with the hospital rule, she can use the electric lights. Most people can rule that she may recite a bracha in this case because in this case she's actually lighting, so she so she may make a bracha. Whereas in the previous case, it was it was kind of just like a way for for her to be ceremonial and welcome in Shabbos because her chiv was already cleaned up by her husband. Um, but but in this case, she's actually um, she's actually um, lighting candles using these electric lights. However. Um, 
Rav Feinstein, Zechat Tzadik Lebracha, um, rules that a bracha cannot be recited over electric lights in any case, no matter if you're actually performing a mitzvah with it, which kind of mirrors how a lot of posts can treat Hanukkah. You're actually performing the mitzvah of Hanukkah over them, um, unless, unless of course, um, it's like a it's like a play menorah that you're using to teach your children, but. But basically, what Rafaisi is saying is, we never use electric lights and make a bracha over them. We never can can use that to fulfill our chiyuv. Next one is Shabbos in a hotel, and this is applicable. The example that I'm, that I'm going to be using throughout this throughout this um, description is going to be a Pesach program. So, if your family spends Shabbos or, Pes- or, 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 or Shabbos during Pesach in a hotel, it is preferable that the wife should light candles in their private room or at their table in the dining room. However, if this is not possible, like in a lot of places, a lot of hotels don't want you to light a fire in your room, and a lot of and a lot of um, and a lot of Pesach programs don't want to have fires on the table. Um, um, it, uh, however, that's not possible. She should light candles anywhere in the dining room where some additional illumination um, will be provided for for the others. So if there's some kind of dark spot, especially if it's night. Um, then she should light there. Regrettably, hotels often request that the woman light candles on a table too distant to provide any illumination um, to any of the to any of the diners, or to light in a small room other than the main dining room. This practice is not in accordance with the halacha, since the candles neither illuminate the shop table nor any of the darkened room, and any blessing made is unfortunately in vain. So this is a classic case where people get so pent up in just getting getting the the, the mitzvah done that they don't actually do it right. Where a lot a lot of a lot of uh, Pesach programs, a lot of Shabbos getaways, Shabbatones, they have you light on this giant table outside the dining room. And guess what? That accomplishes nothing because it doesn't illuminate the, the dining room meal, as we spoke about with lighting candles. In one of our first or second episodes, we spoke about what is the reason. Why do we light um, Why do we light Shabbos candles? It's a machlokus Rashi and Tosvos. Rashi says, um, Shabbos. Rashi says, because you want to do respect for Shabbos by making the meal nice. Okay. So, so according to Rashi, it's 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 talking about the meal. Tosfo says it's for Onik Shabbos. Tosfo says it's so that we should be happy and enjoy Shabbos, so everybody's not bumping into each other. Either way, it's very focused on the meal. So what these programs are doing, or what these Shabbatons are doing, is that by kind of like putting the lights out of the way, it's like, hey, we got to think about the Tameh Mitzvah. The whole reason for the Mitzvah in, in in the first place is that it's supposed to illuminate the meal, and the last one is in a camp. So married couples eating in a public dining hall. Um, like a camp. Um, an example of this would be like Camp Rebbe and Rebbitson. They bring their whole family for the summer, and and they're eating in the public dining hall. Should follow the procedure, um, out um outlined above um above regarding hotels. So like we talked about hotels where they should light it in a place where they can some provide some light for their table. I think camps would be a little bit more forgiving than hotels. That they probably could get that done. They probably could put um, a candle on their table. Campers should follow the procedure outlined for the yeshiva students. Campers should do what the yeshiva students do. One might wonder, what did the yeshiva students do? That wasn't part of this. That was actually from a few days ago. And um, yeshiva, yeshiva students, um, where one of them lights lights the candles on behalf of the entire student body. Um, and But if the room in which you sleep in, you need light for Shabbos. Um, this this is this is saying saying interesting. I don't know if I've ever seen it done like this in in a in a summer camp where they light where they light in the bunks. I don't think so. I don't think I've ever seen it done because maybe you don't need light for it. But essentially, what the idea is is that one person is lighting for everybody else inside of the dining room. And like we said, for the Rebbe and Robertson, for the married couple, they all they have to do is put a little light at their table. All right. That was spectacular. Thank you so much for learning some Torah with me. I hope that you are excited because we are now one day closer to being more knowledgeable about the holiday of Shabbos. Have a wonderful day.